Hello, foodies and geeks. I'm Matt Man. And I'm Tommy to infinity and beyond. <laughs> nice. And together we're the, the Deep, Deep Fried Geeks. All week podcast we're talking about movies, comics, food, TV shows, and general geek news. Yeah, <laughs> a little pause there, like, oh crap, <laughs> it's been too long. What do I say? Hey, Tommy. Hey, Maddie. How are you doing, man? I'm doing quite well. Oh, that's good. So we've seen each other quite a bit. Yeah, but we haven't potting. Yeah, we've seen a, a few few times over the holiday break. Oh, yeah. happy holidays, geeks. <laughs> yes, happy holidays. So it, it hasn't been. I think this. I think we only missed one week. I think it's about. It's been about every other week lately. You sure? I thought we missed two. Maybe I don't know. Um, but because uh, I still we again we still saw each other, but we didn't get to pod last we week because you were sick. I was sick. We were gonna pod. I would have swore we didn't do the week before because of other issues. Yeah, we were gonna pod on New Year's Day. Yeah, and I woke up sick. Not hungover, like no. the, like y'all geeks are probably and thinking. You thought I and you thought I was hungover. Well, I joked too. with you. I was like that guy, but it probably was caused by the alcohol because I was fighting it for a couple weeks. I was fighting it off, like taking emergency every day and everything. And I think I probably lowered well, the, my immune system because of all the alcohol. And it was like, all right, this is our chance. Stop the gates because I did drink qu- quite a lot. Um, we have started the gravy back. Um, <laughs> The Gravy Back Boys. The Gravy Back Boys, um, what, what do we want to call it? Um, adventure? Because my my plan is to be known as the Gravy Back Guys. Like, gravy back I want to go, yeah, Gravy Back Boys. I think it's better for some reason. I want to walk into the Celtic Ray, this bar we go to, and be known as, oh, there's but the fucking the Gravy Back Boys gravy again. Back boys. <laughs> well, they don't have to have that adjective. <laughs> gravy Back Boys is fine. There comes some disgusting gravy back boys. Which I'm pretty sure if you tried a gravy back, you'd probably like it. It's pretty delicious. It's pretty damn delicious. So if you haven't listened to our last episode, Pints of Gravy, I um, confessed a sin to Father Obesity that one once upon a time I drank a pint of gravy. Yeah. Tom said he could probably do shots of gravy. Then we started talking, and hence the idea of gravy backs came up. So gravy back is like a pickleback shot. Where you're gonna take whiskey or tequila, do a shot, and then you shoot pickle juice after, or whatever for chaser. Who yeah, don't like liquor, so a chaser. I love liquor, but I still I don't really do chasers, but now I do of gravy. <laughs> of gravy, <laughs> we've done it twice now. Yeah, and it's worth it. Yeah, and the second time I was still just as impressed. Yeah, um, it's delicious. I think the first time we got more, I got more of a warmth feeling. Yeah, because we had a very large shot of whiskey. That's true. Because we knew I knew the bartender quite well, and he probably poured us like it was probably like two and a half shots. Yeah, and so it was a huge gulp of whiskey, and then the gravy. This time it was like a regular shot of whiskey, and then the gravy. So you didn't get the whole warmth feeling as much, but it was still pretty delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah. You would highly recommend Gravy Backs? Heck yeah, I would. Yeah, it's they're pretty amazing. And so we did that, and I had quite a few Guinnesses. That night, yeah, you had a lot. Yeah, and then uh, and then we went and we got drinks at another bar, and then I came home, and I made an old-fashioned at home with like three shots of bourbon in it. So it was... That bacon old-fashioned was good at, yeah. Le- at Leroy's. Yeah. Um, so we had a good New Year's Eve. We hope you guys had a good New Year's Eve as well. 
Uh, but today we are talking about what every podcast in the world probably talked about a week like or two, two weeks ago. ago. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> We're just finally catching up. So I think that's good because you probably listened to a couple of these reviews so far, and then now you can listen to ours. Now you're gonna fucking listen to our review of it. <laughs> But you had a little bit of a break. Just a little. A little bit of a break. Where are they going? Who knows? What are we talking about, Tommy Two Stars? Today we are talking about Teletubbies. And... (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) The new Teletubby movie. Uh, That doesn't exist. (laughs) Because nobody wants that. I'm trying to think of a good Teletubby title. In Um, the summer. (laughs) Rise of... What's one of the Teletubbies' names? Tinky Winky? Yeah. Rise of Tinky Winky. (laughs) (laughs) The dead speaks. (laughs) The sun didn't come up this... The baby's... The baby's head didn't didn't come up up now. But... Tinky Winky's fucking pissed. <laughs> this is a, a red band trailer. The sad thing is, is like I lo- there's like all these memes online where it's like it shows pictures of the Teletubby baby, the baby from the yeah. sun, and it's like a full grown woman. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. It's weird to think about. Um, no, but we're talking about Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker. Skywalker. Um, lots of hype behind this movie. Yeah. Um, the la- supposedly air quotation marks I'm Quote, making unquote. right now. Um, this is the last of the saga. The last of the, so I've, yeah, I've heard of that too. Or, or it seems more like the last of the Skywalker. I don't know. Who the really last know? of the Skywalker saga and story is kind of what they're saying. Will they continue the story of Ray, Finn, and Poe? Uh-huh. Who knows? I think there's still a lot of story you can tell with that. There is. Um, but. There was tons of hype behind this, and a lot of people are putting on Facebook and social media that it's a failure and da-da-da because Force Awakens made like $2 billion, and this is like going to make maybe make like $800 million or something. But well, I think what you have to remember, and people were saying that Phantom Menace made a billion dollars as well. It did? But it's, yeah, but I think what you have to remember is that those both of those movies were after a long hiatus, yeah, a long gap, and long gap of starving for Star Wars. Because Last Jedi didn't make a billion, so Force Awakens was the first Star Wars movie we had in what twenty years almost. Let's see, two thousand five, I think, is when Episode three came out. So yeah. twelve years or so. Twelve years, yeah. And then uh, Phantom Menace was probably closer to twenty years. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that was ninety eight. As opposed to 80, 82 or 83. Three, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's 15 years. So. And so, but still a pretty big gap. And so now these have been what? Well, we just got years. about, what, 12 years until the next Star Wars trilogy comes out? I don't think <laughs> you so. You don't think so? Damn. I don't think so. Damn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think we'll get a n- new trilogy in three years. You think so? Yeah. Um. So. Lots of hype behind this movie, especially since Last Jedi, there is a lot of fiction in the fanboy world, right? 
I when you say when you say fiction, you mean like what the friction? The, oh, friction. Okay. Friction. I thought you sorry. said fiction. I, I like, did say it's friction all fiction. I'm not sure what he means. A lot of friction. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and unrest. There, and that movie has a lot more of like or hate or love or hate. There's no yes. real There's middle no ground. Real in between. Um, and I think that made this and going into this movie really interesting. Yes. So if you haven't listened to one of our reviews before, um. We don't do we do reviews a little bit different, I think, than other people. A lot of reviews I've listened to lately of this movie, a lot of people just either they just completely just talk about the movie or they what they liked and didn't like, or they just completely rehash the whole movie. Yeah. They start from the first scene to the last scene. Oh, wow. It takes forever. It does, um, yeah. But what we usually do is we break it up into three kind of sections. We do uh, three favorite things, three things we didn't like. And then we do uh, our overall rating and feelings yeah. about the movie. This movie, I thought that it's such a big kind of movie and so jam-packed full of stuff. We're going to do five favorite things, five things we didn't like. And then we have things that I want to just make sure we discuss. And then we're going to give her overall rating. So I still don't think it'll be, take too long. Um, but it's still going to be beautiful and, and wonderful. I yes. Think. Uh, without burying the lead too much. So, uh, so since start? we've given it enough time, do we want to say spoiler free or spoiler? Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I had a note. I was about to say, because some of the things I want to talk about could be spoilery. This is all spoilers. Okay. If you haven't seen this movie yet, pause. Go see the movie. Go see a matinee. On another real out. talk. If you haven't seen this movie yet and you're a fan of us, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just bury our fan base right there. Like I don't. This, it's really weird. Like, <laughs> look, the five people who listen to us have seen it. I'm pretty sure. So it's how it. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel a little bad when we have these episodes because we're the deep fried geeks and we don't talk about food a little bit. So before we jump in, I do want to talk about one little food. Thing. Oh man, I ate like two whole portions on the way here. <laughs> Boom, Star Wars food. When we when I when I went to the movie, I went on opening night. We unfortunately we didn't get to see this movie together because no, was I was out of town, out of town. <laughs> on a family vacation. Vacation. Um, I went with Leviticus and Big Mike and a couple other people, and names that a lot of you should know. And they had special popcorn buckets. Oh, like the so metal I got a ones? Star Wars Rise nice. of Skywalker plastic bucket, and then I got a oh, big that- plastic cup with a Kylo Ren head. Oh, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. But I was really disappointed because I saw that Derek from the Geekdom Fancast, he posted on his Facebook that he got an R2-D2 popcorn cup that his head like flips over and it also holds his drink. Mm. And I was like, that's amazing. But then I heard of what people were paying for those things and I was like, no thanks. <laughs> nope. $50. 50 Yeah. Um, my set was 20 bucks. And realistically, for a large popcorn, like large ten popcorn bucks, and a large drink, and a drink you're gonna pay almost fifteen bucks. So yeah, five dollars for a souvenir bucket and cup—that's yeah. not bad. So I felt like an uber super geek sitting there eating popcorn and drinking out of yes. a Kylo Ren cup. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty amazing, and it made the experience. So Let the better. popcorn and hatred fill you up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you ready to dive rush straight in? Let's do this, boy. You want to start? Or do you want me to? Start? Oh, you start. You know me. 
All right. Um, five favorite things. Oh, we're changing up. So now I know we mentioned that we were usually do three and three. We're going five. Five and five. Five. He might have already um, said that, but I I'm did. just saying five. 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 I'm stressing the five. So uh, one of my favorite things I was the skiff ride through the desert. Okay, right. So the skiff chase. Skiff chase. So they go to that planet. I forget the name of the planet. The Burning Man planet. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing the little like... <coughs> festival thing. Yeah. And then they meet Lando there, and then they're driving in the desert to go to the ship. Where the ship crashed, yeah. yeah. And I really liked it because you see Ray see the ship, and she's like, I know that ship, and you recognize the ship, but then you have this huge, long chase scene. Of stormtroopers so like and jet yeah, troopers and chasing them like, down. It was great. It was like a car chase scene, but in a sci-fi movie. Kind of, it felt very similar to... Excuse me. Revenge of the Sith when you had the huge chase scene. Yes, in Endor. Is that what you're talking? No, Revenge nope. of the Sith. I'm oh, sorry. not Revenge of the Sith. Attack of the Clones. And there was a huge chase scene through like the Cloud City type planet. And uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin are on the in the car and they're going through traffic. That's Coruscant. That's Coruscant? Yeah. Yeah. Where they're being, they're chasing Zim Weasel for yes. trying to assassinate Padme. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that because it was very much a car chase. But then it was cool because the stormtroopers had the rocket jetpacks, yeah. and we haven't really seen <coughs> in the movie stormtroopers with jetpacks yeah. yet. Not jet troopers yet. No, not really. Yeah, and I really liked them. They're like they have jetpacks now. They have jetpacks now, and that was kind of fun. Yeah, and that was when C three PO was going through a lot of his quick whips and stuff. So I, that was the first time that I really like got excited during yeah. the movie, and that was twenty minutes in, probably. Was it? Oh wow! Yeah, you're right. It was pretty yeah. quick that they got to that part. Because then quickly after that, I was very pissed off. But we can get that <laughs> we'll get to that later. later. All right, so <laughs> all right, Tom, your turn. First thing I liked, uh, the most notable thing I can think of at the top of my head is I like a redemption story. Mm-hmm. So, towards the end of the movie, there's one of the main storylines you go through is that's taken three movies <laughs> to get to this point is can Kylo Ren be redeemed? Mm-hmm. And we finally get our answer in this movie yes, he can. Yeah. So, that scene where they fight on that water planet wherever the Death Star was crashed, and he's like standing there and he's like, he goes through the whole spiel again, and then all of a sudden he. You see a forced presence of Han Solo there. And he says, hey, kid. Hey, kid. I was like, <gasps> yeah, dude, that whole scene, like the, that section of the movie right there <laughs> just wrecked me emotionally. Cause, yeah, me too. Because right before that, you had death of Princess Leia who went to go lay down. Yeah. And went, oh, even right now it's getting me. So when Chewie comes back and they tell him and Chewie's like on the ground crying. I was like, oh. Yeah, when he dropped to his knees like mourning and wailing. Yeah. That was a little much. I would have liked to seen that when Han died. When Han died. Well, they And I think that was JJ getting his redemption a little bit. Yeah. I don't think they could, but because they were in the middle of a battle. (laughs) Yeah. So Chewie couldn't. Besides, Chewie was like trying to get his revenge. He was like. And he shoots Kala right away. Um. That is also one of my favorite things yeah. as well, kind of into that, is uh, Han and Ben uh, recreation scene. Yeah. 
So I was with a couple friends, and nobody got it. And after the movie, I was like, no, they re... They recreated the scene from where he, Force Awakens. Yeah, where he kills him. And but this time... Why, yeah, because yeah. you were with me when we saw Force Awakens. Yeah. And that scene wrecked me then. I, like, oh, yeah. screamed no in the theater and started sobbing like a bitch. And it was bad. <laughs> um, and so this time, it was, they were doing it, and I was like, oh, my God. And, like, the waterworks just started. Same like you said, because they just kind of killed Leia. So I kind of feel in my heart, Leia made the connection, but something in her forced him to see Han again. Yeah. I think she kind of started all that, and that's why it took Well, so that's much what I can't remember the name of that second in command lady where she was talking about. She's got, she's, it's going to take the last of her life to, yeah. to get to Callow or something. Something along that line, there's a quote like that. And yeah. so she used her last bit of life force to, Bring, I don't know, if it really was Han or just like a force projection of yeah. Han. And then when Kylo goes, Dad. Dad. And he goes, Oh, yeah, when he said Dad. Oh, I was like, It worked. He said Dad, and I was like, Oh, my God. It and worked. Han goes, I know. I was like, No, you did it. <laughs> and having that be Han's last words. Yeah. Bro, like I was. Oh, I was, man, I that was scene. a mess, man. Woo. And then he threw the lightsaber, and it was just, it was great. It was the per, because that was a big question that everyone was floating like, can he be redeemed after killing Han? Yeah. And they even, he even said that, like, I've gone too far. Like, yeah. I can't go back now. Uh, that was beautiful. That was probably one of the best moments of the whole movie. Yeah. For so sure. that part was one of my favorite parts. All right. Number so two. That was my number two. Oh. So now you got to go to your number <laughs> That sounds two. like cheating. <laughs> <laughs> number two. I just figured I'd piggyback it. Because that was one of mine anyways. Number two. You want me to do my three? Yes, please. Okay. My three is C-3PO Sacrifice. Because you've seen this movie more than once. I've still only seen it the one I've time. I've seen it twice. Yes. C-3PO Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I feel that that was a complete kind of... the A huge step in doing a complete story arc for a droid. Like, from seeing him all the way from Phantom Menace of what he was and what he slowly became and mm-hmm. then them wiping his memory and then him starting over again and of the original trilogy. Um, and then Last Jedi, he barely got any screen time. Yeah, he was barely in that um, movie. Kind of like R2 was in this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they gave him plenty of screen time in this. And then just a show like that he was like, you know what? No, I'm going to make my sacrifice. And uh, after all we've been through, if this is what I got to do, it's what I got to do. And I thought it was huge. I always love it when you see a droid make a human sacrifice like that. Yeah, they do that a lot in Rebels, which I okay. really enjoyed. Um, and so that it was very, very cool that they did that, and then them rebooting his brain and everything. And so it was dark and it was emotional, but then they added a perfect kind of um, comic relief with Babu Freak in it. Oh, Babu Freak, yeah. Babu Freak. And he was so fucking adorable. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And then and then when uh, C-3PO comes back on, he's like, hi, I am C-3PO. He's, and then Babu Freak goes, whole thing. hi, I am Babu Freak. I am Babu Freak. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I found out, uh, did you know that Babu Freak was voiced by the same person who did Moaning Myrtle? And Harry Potter. Really? Pretty cool, right? That's interesting. Yeah. I can kind of hear that. So I really like that scene. And, and with backing it, 
I think they downplayed it a little bit. I think it would have been cool to kind of highlight it a little bit more at the end. Or just giving him his memory back. I felt it kind of downplayed. It did because it's like, oh, it's not as big a deal because <coughs> R two did restore yeah. his memory. Yeah, but I still love that scene. I thought that scene was great. It was really kind of uh, a neat moment too when the Sith part actually kicked in and his eyes turned red. Yeah, that was and he's like, cool. that was like, whoa! I was like, oh man. Your turn, boy. All right, I guess I have to this time. Yeah. So I liked. That this movie was also very Poe heavy. It was very Poe heavy. I think Poe is a very fascinating character. Uh Uh-huh. And I think Oscar Isaac... He's Han Solo. (laughs) He is kind of a Han Solo character. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's the Walmart Han Solo. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Oscar. But I think he's a really cool character, and he does a really awesome job at it. And so the, the first movie, you spend a lot of it thinking that he's dead. Yeah, and the second one, he was kind of, in my opinion, barely in it at all because he spent most of his time on the ship. Yeah, you had a little bit he had of a, scenes. He had a he cool was, like, scene of him in the beginning when he's on the when he does the destroying all of the turrets on the destroyer. Yeah. That scene was amazing, and then a long time where he's being diplomatic. Right. But this one was a great movie to see him actually be the yes, the kind of not really rebel, but. I really enjoyed that we got all three of them together a lot. Yes, in this that was movie. awesome too to have them. Yeah. Uh, can I finish? Thanks. I'm Appreciate sorry. It. <laughs> Frick. No, I lost. I was it. just feeding off. Of I what know you were that, saying. but still, that's not. <laughs> uh, Oscar Isaac's great job. I don't know. I lost it. Sorry. It's okay. I'm giving you a chance to get it back. <sighs> Poe, good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh. Now I remember. Go so you it. get a, we got a little taste of Poe's backstory too. Mm-hmm. So that's that was really cool because for the longest time, <laughs> yeah. Go go go. Ahead. <laughs> just great giggles worth. Um, we didn't really know. He just thought, oh, he's an awesome pilot, no big deal. Yeah. And now we know that he was actually kind of this, like he was a like almost like a criminal for a little uh-huh. bit too, and like part of a syndicate of some sort. That, that scene was so much fun. Yeah, when Finn was like. Poe Dameron, runner of spice. Poe Dameron, spice runner. Spice runner. <laughs> I forgot about that. And he goes, he goes, you were a spice runner? He's like, you were a stormtrooper? You were a scavenger? <laughs> yeah, like Poe was super defensive the whole movie, and I loved it. I loved it a lot. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, Poe was Poe. I hope they do something with Poe more. Yeah. I would really like to see those three characters more. Um, okay, so this is my fourth, right? Yes. Um, Sadly. I really liked the Jedi voices talking to Ray. So okay, yes. When you're in the scene and they have the whole Emperor scene, oh yeah, Palpatine's alive. Palpatine's alive, and Palpatine and Ray, and they recreated the scene from Jedi where Luke is on the Death Star, and um, and he's and the Emperor's trying to get him to turn. He's doing that with Ray, and then he shows Ray all her friends dying, and then Ben comes to kind of save her, and then Ben gets thrown into the pit, <coughs> and then Ray kind of does the "your I'm with you" or whatever, and then all the voices come. When that happened, man, I got goosebumps like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Because on first viewing, I picked out Mace Windu. Yep. I picked out Anakin Skywalker. Um. Mm. Ewan McGregor, Ben Kenobi, Obi Wan, Alec Guinness, Obi Wan Kenobi, and then I heard uh, Ahsoka Tano. 
on the second viewing, I heard Kane and Jairus okay. from uh, Rebels. Rebels. And uh, well, I heard Yoda. The Yoda, first yeah, time I was about too. to say. Yoda and then I heard out. Ahsoka even more. Okay, but uh, I missed Ahsoka altogether. It was great. Yeah, it was that was so cool. The only thing that would have made that better is if they did Force Ghosts of them all. Like if the Force Ghosts kind of surrounded her. Like they or appeared as they talked, and they were like a whole line of them. That would have been pretty awesome. Like, or they like they did the Harry Potter thing, where they all kind of appear, they talk to her, and then they go into her. I thought that would have been pretty badass. Um, but it was still pretty great what they did because yeah. if you think about the, all the money it would have taken to recreate all those people, yeah, it would have taken a lot of money because they'd have the wardrobe them and all that stuff and yeah, actually records. Um, it was still pretty great though, and I I enjoyed that scene a lot. That was an awesome scene. Yeah. Your fourth, my fourth, is. <sighs> I really like the whole movie. Like, it's hard for me to, to grasp. Like, I, there's certain parts about, like, Last Jedi. I was like, all right, maybe this is not yeah. the best. But this movie, I really love. So it's hard for me to grasp. Like, this whole thing was great. What are moments that got you, like, super excited? Anything that, like, really got you, like, oh, my gosh, like, super hyped? I would have to say. <sighs> I'm drawing, just drawing so many blanks. I feel bad. It's okay. Because I've been playing like Rise or Jedi Fallen <laughs> Order and going through Clone Wars again, so all those are fresh in my that head. Makes sense. You got three out of the way, so you're good. I'll all go. Right. I'll go. I'll, into I'll my keep others. thinking. Um, the end with Ray going to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. I thought the end, the way it was, was pretty great. Um, with them all celebrating and stuff like that. But then, then when it faded to black, and then when they showed the Falcon flying into Tatooine. Like, the tears just started all over again. Yeah. So they show the Falcon fly over the moisture farm. I'm like, are you, like, they're really going to do this? I was like, ah, this isn't good. Because I just started (laughs) crying again. And then she lands, and she walks in, and she's looking around, and you see, like, all the spots with the big scenes. Yeah, like, they kind of pan in one direction. They, like, kind of pan the whole thing, then they do a camera angle from where Luke and Obi-Wan were sitting down. You can, like, see that area where they were sitting there and and then and then the scene from like attack of the clones where anakin first meets everybody mm-hmm. and then areas that you recognize from when uh luke is with uh aunt brew and uncle owen yep and uh it was just great and so they did all that and then when she buried the sabers i was just like oh my gosh but then when that little alien thing came out and they were like, uh, who are you? Or it was an old lady. It was like an old lady alien. I don't, I don't think it, it was an alien. I think it was just like an old lady. Okay, on an alien horse thing. I think she was walking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she was on like a do-back. Thanks, maybe, but I don't think so. <laughs> and uh, and then they, um, she said, who, Ray who? And she was like, Ray Skywalker. And I just lost it. Because for me, I know there's people who had issues with that. I know yeah. I have some friends that had problems with that. They're like, oh, you can just change your name to Skywalker now? Okay, I'm going to be a Skywalker. Um, but I think what they're trying to show this whole with Ray's whole arc is that family lineage only means so much. Yeah. And that you can change who you are. And just because you're from a certain lineage or your parents act a certain way or do do things a certain way 
that doesn't define who you can become. Yes. In your past, in your parents' past, doesn't define who you become. You make your own choices, and you can become your own person, and you can decide who you want to be. And uh, that resonated so much with me because that's so much of my life mm-hmm. um, that I was a mess when they did that. Uh, because it's just, uh, it was really heartfelt, and I felt like it was a perfect end to her fighting with her identity. Because the whole movie, all three movies, she's fighting with who she is. And oh, yeah, she really being wanted a scavenger to know. And wanting to know and, and waiting on Jakku for whoever and blocking it out, kind of. Um, and I just thought it was a beautiful way to end it. That, okay, yeah, I'm a Palpatine, but it doesn't matter because I have this connection with these people and these, and I feel like these people influenced me enough that I, I'm a Skywalker because they live on in me. And I just thought that was beautiful. That, so that was definitely one of my favorite parts. And then having Luke and Leia stand there kind of watching yeah. over her. The only thing that would have made it better is if they would have had Anakin, Hayden yep. Christensen, and Ben Solo. Yeah. Then I would have been like... JJ probably did that just for me. He was yeah. like, if I add these two characters, Matt Donnelly is going to be a blubbering he's gonna, fucking mess. He's going to have a heart attack. He's like, I know him very well. That guy can't handle too much nostalgia. I'm going to put him in a coma. <laughs> and then my fifth thing is uh, the saga ending the same way it started. So kind of on the same note, but what they did beautiful in Last Jedi was when the sons, the two, Luke passed yeah. underneath a two, a two sun sunset. And when they did that, they did that at the beginning of, uh, Phantom, they did that in Phantom Menace with Anakin. They did that in, uh, wait, what? They 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 had that at the in Phantom Menace. They did, had the two rising suns. Yeah. And then in Revenge of the Sith. Well no they one ended Anakin it, didn't die in Phantom Menace. No, but when he was a babe when he was a little kid, yeah. they showed the suns rising in that movie. And okay. then they showed the suns rising in Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Um at the end with when Aunt Peru and, and Uncle Owen are holding the baby. They show yeah, the suns. Okay. Then the New Hope opens with Luke looking out at the suns. Okay. And so um, just to play all those beats over and over again, I thought was really, really cool. And to have this end with Ray looking at the suns at Tatooine, I thought was beautiful. Yeah. Did that make you think of any other favorite things? Yes. I liked what they, how they wrapped up Carrie Fisher as well. Yeah, I thought that, I thought they did that well. Um, It was a little rough, right? Yes. Of having her not there and them using the past footage that you already saw in Force Awakens. Uh, some of it, yeah. Deleted clips. Yeah. So they had some of that in the deleted scene. So it was a little rough, but I thought they did great for what they had. And then her death of calling out to Ben and stuff. And yeah, keep, her... keep going. Keep going with my point. You got it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Let me say that... Um... I know I keep kind of getting mad at you, but... It's okay. Damn it. Let me finish my point. Um, so, because of the things you just said, with Carrie Fisher not being here, uh, it was I knew they were going to have a very difficult time trying to end her 
storyline because she's not here. It's going to be much more difficult, but they did a great job with it. Yeah, what did you think of uh, her being, like, training Ray? That was an interesting take, but... I don't know. It it seemed strange only because like it's just because she was alive. We'll get into kind of more about that later, I guess, with one of my negatives. Um, something I read today. Yeah. Um, uh, that I kind of thought this already, but uh, her daughter, her name is escaping me. It's right now. it's not Fisher. I always forget her name. She was the body for the flashback scene. Oh, really? So when they did Luke training her as a Jedi, okay, that, that was her body. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's fun. Yeah. Um. All right. So you want to jump into negatives then? We'll do some negatives. All right. You want to start? No. Okay. Ah. Uh, them faking Chewie's death. Yeah, that was weird. Really pissed me off. So uh, they have the scene and they're uh, they have the transport jet. And I really liked the fight between the Force thing and Kylo and Ray are kind of trying to pull the ship down, yeah. pull it separate ways, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And then when the ship blew up, uh, a lot of people got mad at me in the theater because I went, no! Like an angry no. Like yeah. I was pissed. Um, I was ready to walk out. Really? Yeah. I was really mad. And I was like, I'm going to give this 10 minutes. Well, good thing you did. <laughs> I agree. I f- it feels like a cheap death for such a, a very important character. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that can't be it. Yeah. Because I would have been like, because I was sitting there too for like five minutes like, uh, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden when they get back to the ship and um, uh, General... Hawks. General Weasley is um he's like <laughs> oh we got from the other ship yeah all right and then they then they bring him in I was like oh shoot thank gosh they can't kill Chewie like that that's just such a bitch way to do that it that would have been so I yeah. would have been so fucking mad uh <laughs> worst Star Wars movie ever <laughs> I would have agreed at that point if yeah. that's how they killed Chewie I'd be like screws him yeah so uh your turn you got one all right mine. So back piggybacking what we just talked about uh, about General Leia training Ray, it's not that I have a problem with you know oh she's being trained by a woman. It's the fact that we've had no backstory about Leia actually being a Force or Jedi wielder. It was one thing pulling herself onto the starship after she got blown out into space, but now we all have all of a sudden have this story where she was actually pretty badass, had a lightsaber and all this stuff, and we're just like oh, well that's good yeah. to know now at the end. They, they didn't talk about that at all in uh, Force Awakens or Last Jedi. It just seems like they just threw it in there. And I was like, yeah. To help fill plot holes. Yeah, I was like, Meh. It would have been nice if we got a little bit of that in Force Awakens. Yeah. And even a Jedi, and I think it would have made people a lot of people feel a lot better yeah. about her doing the Mary Poppins thing uh, if we knew. If we knew that she was actually, yeah. like, it had some training. Because she's always been Force-sensitive. Right. But to show her having training would have been helpful. I agree with that. So it, I would have much preferred to have Luke as a Force ghost mm-hmm. training her than Carrie Fisher training. It would have made more sense to me. I think so. I think so. Uh, I wanted more Force ghosts. Where you're talking about Luke as a Force ghost. 
I just wanted more Force Ghosts all around. I felt like it was a missed opportunity yeah. in a couple different areas. Um, I get, like, Ray didn't know Yoda and stuff. I get that kind of yeah. thing. Um, maybe having Anakin come to to Ray, to, uh, not Ray, to Kylo would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, an actual voice of Vader or an actual voice of Anakin and not created by Palpatine. I think that would have maybe maybe been cool. Like I talked about the Force Ghosts at the end, I thought would have been cool. Force Ghosts at the um, with the Palpatine. Scene so if you just cool. want Force Ghosts, you can have what Force Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, because if you think about like the end of Jedi, they did Obi Wan, Anakin. Yeah, they did all the people. And Yoda. Well, but that, like you kind of just said, that's because Luke knew those people. Right. He, he knew Vader. He knew Yoda. He knew Obi Wan. Yeah. So to him, so that would made sense for those ghosts yeah. to appear. So at least adding Ben would have been cool. I think would have been cool too. Like he would have been like go up and stood next to Luke, and Luke kind of like grabbing his shoulder, mm-hmm. like you did good, boy. Oh, <laughs> that definitely would have been cool. Yeah. So that was one of my negatives. Is I thought we could have had more Force Ghosts. Yeah. You got another one. My next negative, these are coming to me a lot better than the, <laughs> the positives for some reason. Um, I do love the fact that they brought back Palpatine. But again, along those same lines as we had Palpatine this whole time. And it just kind of got thrown in there. Like Snoke was supposed to be like a weird clone of Palpatine. Yeah. That was weird. I think it would have been better if like it was Snoke who was a deformed clone of Palpatine, but not actual Palpatine. So if you had, like, a creepy Palpatine in a tube, but it was Snoke again, that would make more sense. And he had all the Sith in him, as opposed to Palpatine being alive still. I think that would have been cool. Uh, Yeah, I think that's a neat idea. Of showing that Snoke was really a clone of Palpatine that just wasn't fully transformed or whatever. I think that's a good idea. Um, I agree with that. I think I think it definitely felt forced. It definitely felt like JJ was like, "How am I gonna fix him killing Snoke?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's okay. Snoke was just a bad clone. It's all good. Yeah, it definitely felt that way. Um, and then having having a Palpatine just at the very beginning, and they'd be like, "The dead speak." Like it was a little forced. It yeah. Felt. And that was a lot of complaints I've heard from people. So I, I kind of actually like that dark scene in the beginning, like jumping into that part where Ka- where yeah. Kylo goes to the Sith planet. I thought that was actually pretty cool. No, I thought it was cool too, and I liked all the statues and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, there was just so much. This is kind of going in one of my negatives, actually. There was JJ just really kind of thought the fans are smarter than they are. And I think he left a lot up to an imagination and just like, yeah. oh, they could figure it out. Or they know, or they should know. And there's so much that just wasn't backstoried or built up. And yeah. yeah. And when the original trilogy came out, came out, we didn't know who the Emperor was or any backstory no, that's true. or whatever. So it's the same kind of thing. But I, I, I just felt like he just really left a lot open for the imagination. And it kind of made it rough at certain points. Yeah. Kind of piggybacking off of that. Um, another one of my things I didn't like is I felt there, I wanted a lightsaber duel with Palpatine. So once Palpatine got his, the full power back from them, yeah. I thought it would have been really cool for him to whip out a red lightsaber. 
Yeah. Because we've only seen Palpatine fight with a saber once. Yeah, when he's fighting Yoda. And when he fought Yoda. And well, I thought it would technically really cool. that's not true. In Clone Wars, I think it's like okay. season five, he actually has two lightsabers. And he's fighting Darth Maul and Savage Opress, and he actually kills Savage Opress. But during the process, I think they destroy one of his lightsabers. So that's why he only has one in episode three. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I've only seen Also being voiced by Tim Wars. Curry at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought it would have been cool to have the big final scene be like a lightsaber duel. Yeah. I thought that kind of would have been neat. Um, that kinda, would make more sense. Yeah. Yet another negative? So it's... <laughs> I just think it's funny. It's not. I guess it's it's kind of a negative of how easily, for uh, Palpatine is defeated by his own lightning. Yeah, because Mace Windu. Mace Windu was owning that shit, (laughs) flexing his lightning back out. You don't think he can be like, oh, okay, this is they're doing it again. I should just stop. I mean, stop. (laughs) I just gotta stop using the light. I just just tried another trick because he was owning them until she was like, and starts reflecting back. I just kind of was hoping he'd be like, not again. And then dead. I think it would have been cool to see Ray whip out her lightning. But like have it be like love lightning. It's like know, a pink, like, a bright red so or evil, pink lightning. Like pink lightning or something. Or shoots out of her vagina or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like or her heart. Like it comes out of She's her She's not chest. a care bear. <laughs> Shoots love out of her chest like some kind of care bear. <laughs> because you see her use the lightning once on accident. Yeah, because she went overboard, right? Yeah. And destroyed so the shuttle. Been cool to him, like, okay, now I can control it, but it's love lightning. I thought that would have been cool. <laughs> <That's> so, no. <laughs> <laughs> love lightning. I don't I think mean, that'll you got work. EMP lightning. That's what the. <laughs> EMP lightning? <laughs> That's what uh, Emperor Palpatine did. He shot an EMP up into the air. Well, not necessarily an EMP, shit. but just, just so much lightning just. <laughs> overloaded everybody which was pretty intense yeah and at the time i was like wow that's a little over the top yeah it was definitely a little <laughs> over the top like um, if he was that powerful the whole time i was like they, he could have <laughs> defeated him a lot quicker than that yeah i agree uh but that was after he got the power he did from steal them. the power yeah. the life force from ben and um ray you are a dyad of the force sorry something like that yeah um all right i think it's your turn now right no, no that was mine because I was okay. talking about how cheap it was to kill it, how he uh, died so easily. All right, this is my fifth, right? Yes. This is the biggest one. Oh, man. I was pissed when this I'm happened. i lay this bomb down. I was so mad when this happened. It almost ruined the movie for me. Uh, more than the Chewy thing did. More than the Chewy and thing. And uh, our buddy Steve was next to me, and he looked at me like, holy shit, like I was fucking mad. So... You got this great scene, and Ray kills the Emperor, and Ben comes up, and he's holding Ray. Oh, yeah. She's dead. I remember we talked about this, yeah. And her dead face is a little cheesy, like all floppy, and her eyes wide open. Was well, tell you weird. what, I'll kill you, take a picture of it, then I'll def- <laughs> defibrillate you and just see how your dead face looks. So then he holds her, right, and he brings her back. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm great with that part. Like, all right, bravo. Yeah. The Force can do Jesus' powers and bring people back to life. I'm cool. I'm all good. And then they have this moment, and they're looking at each other's eyes, and I'm like, okay. And then I got scared. I'm like, they're not going to fucking do this. 
And then they kiss. And I was like, no! I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I literally yelled that in the theater. Yeah. And just got disgusted, and I was so mad. Um, and then... Yeah. Kylo disappeared. And he did the Han Solo smirk. Yeah. And he disappeared. And I was like, okay, I feel better now. If he stayed alive and they shipped them, I would have been really, really mad. Yeah. <laughs> because I think having it be like Ray cares for him because he's a solo and because she sees good in him is different than I care for him because I think he's sexy and I want to be with him. And I no, like him. that's not it. I think, and, and yes, but if they would have shipped them, that would have been it, right? When you say shipped them, what do you mean by like, that? Like, put them together. Okay. Like, had them be in a relationship. Okay. If they hadn't been in a relationship, then all their feelings and emotions and connection would have been because they were in love, right? But since he died... That doesn't necessarily mean they were in love. It was just maybe the moment. Um, I think it would have been much better if he just smiled at her or he said, I know. Or she said, like, thank you. And he, he said, I know. Or, or she said something. Or like he said, may the force be with you. Anything other than the kiss. I don't know. The kiss made sense to me. Because oh, you've had three movies of this like weird tension between them. So there was definitely something going on, and now that finally Kylo Ren is dead and Ben Solo's alive, he can truly be the honorable good man. Yeah, they could have a relationship. But I'm also glad that he died. He re- he joined the Living Force. I'm glad that happened. But it made sense to me because they've been fighting this relationship the whole time. Because that's like he's like, take my hand so we can rule the galaxy together, and she's like, no, because you're evil. Yeah. But now that he can finally be a good person. But for me, I I always got the weird... Like, the only time I got weird sexual tension was when he had his shirt off in Last Jedi. And that was just awkward. I know. That's why she's like, can you can you put put a shirt on? And he's just, like, standing there. And, he's like, yeah. and she's like, all right, I guess this is happening. And so I always felt like her connection with him is because she felt the good in him. And because she right. was intrigued and because he was Leia and Han's son. And, and she just... And she wanted to redeem him, like... That's what I, what I felt the weirdness the relationship was, but then to make it be the them having a thing, I felt kind of dampened at some. I don't think it's as interesting. I think it's more interesting that she senses the good, and it's more like the original Star Wars where Luke sensed the good and Vader, yeah. um, rather than like, hey, I think you're a sexy Kylo Ren. Like, let's do it. Like, I just think that's not as interesting. <laughs> I think you're overlooking that part. <laughs> if anything, this is what's going down. It's more like an Oedipus Electra complex where she, like, Calo, or Han Solo was like her father, and she, like, likes, loves people who are like him. And because okay. so, well, he's gone, so I might as well get on the young stuck stud over here who's the son of Han Solo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, so that, that was right. I had the old bull. Now I'm going to get the young cat. <laughs> That's funny. And, and to see that everybody knew she was a Palpatine was a little weird, too. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they knew. It's yeah, like, well, yeah, duh, yeah, yeah. It's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, oh, okay, she's a Palpatine. Yeah, let's ride in the Falcon together. 
<laughs> no, I saw you like you're fucking Palpatine. Get out the Falcon. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but she and like you just said, like your past doesn't define you. You're like you're fucking Palpatine. Screw you. Get yeah. the hell out of here. It'll be interesting to rewatch him now. Yeah, I haven't watched Force Awakens or Last Jedi since this came out, so it'll be interesting. To There's re-watch. a huge plot point that they kind of breezed over. Is how like you know it's like Palpatine's like I killed your parents. I was like, you mean you killed your children? Yeah. Her parents were not just nobodies that you killed. There was your son and or daughter that you just murdered to get yeah. to her. So there's a little more to this story. There's a little more, yeah. That they kind of just went, mm-hmm. Yeah, JJ's like, oh, yeah, you should just know. <laughs> well, I, I, I understand. I can figure out that, well, if Ray is his granddaughter and yeah. he killed her parents, that means he killed her. But <laughs> it just seems like that part wasn't as big a deal as her being his, his granddaughter right. and not that he killed his children to get to her. Right. And that kind of falls under one of my least favorite things is that JJ just assumed we were all smart and in the know. Yeah. Like it almost felt like there was another movie. Yeah. <laughs> that we just missed a whole bunch of stuff. So, uh, but even with all those negatives, Tom, I still really liked it. It was a great movie. I yeah. still loved it. I was in it the whole time. The only, the only like those minor things took me out real quick, but I was in awe of. The space scenes, the fighting scenes. This movie made me feel like I was 11 years old again. Yeah. It really did. It did a really good job. All the nostalgia and everything. So before we give our full like, kind of review and overall feelings and rating, a couple things. Uh, we kind of talked about the lineage. Do you like overall what they did with her being a Palpatine? Or, or does that satisfy you? <sighs> yeah. I didn't really have a super big deal with it. I'm just kind of at least that that idea. I'm just like, all right, I guess that makes sense. Okay, that's why she's so strong with the force. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, I felt it was a good easy R two D two limited screen time. How'd you feel about that? I kind of got over that a lot in uh, Force Awakens when they had very little R two D two. I was like, okay, so they're moving away from og droids and we're going with bb8 and now this new little droid i forgot what he was called Do something like that d10 D something like the, that the abused puppy droid Aww. well he was like every time they yeah. try to touch me he's like no thanks no thanks he was voiced by jj abrams really yeah, i didn't know that cool. either yeah um another cool voice um the voice at the beginning and they have the scene and they get the plans and the big horn head thing that they cut off the head later oh yeah he's like win the, the, the rebel war. yeah that you know who that the, was no Mark Hamill. Really? Pretty cool, right? That's fun. I caught that the second time. The second viewing, I was like, that sounds a lot like Mark Hamill. And then I went back and I, I looked some stuff up the internet and it was Mark Hamill. Yeah. So that that was kind of cool. Um, Rose Tico, limited screen time. That I thought was strange, too. Yeah. Um, they built up this something was going to happen between Finn and Rose. And now Rose was only in the movie for like 10 yeah. minutes, five, and 10 minutes. Tops. Nothing happened. Nothing. Yeah. And she's just kind of, okay, you go do your thing. I'm going to go do my thing, and we'll never see each other again. I was like, <laughs> what? Why, where are you going, Rose? Join the t- join the uh, team. The editor said that there's probably about 40 more minutes of movie and that they cut a lot of Rose Tico scenes out. Really? Because they just didn't make sense. Because they wanted to focus more on the main three. Okay. Um, which makes sense. So a lot of people are starting the hashtag J.J. Abrams cut thing. Oh, poop's sake. Um, <laughs> but so the, the editor said, no, that was my fault. There was a lot more Rose. 
But it just didn't seem and to I make just, sense. It just didn't make sense. And I kind All right, of, I, I guess. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was a little... At, during the movie, I was kind of like, hmm, that seems very short and abrupt. Uh-huh. Um, something I want to bring up, and before I go... So I'll, I'll bring this into my review, is I feel that a lot of people don't understand what J.J. was trying to do. Uh-huh. So maybe not so much Rian Johnson... But I feel like J.J. in Force Awakens and Last Jedi was trying to do a love letter to each movie. Okay. So when he did Force Awakens, it was, it was a love, love letter, letter to New, New Hope. Last Hope. New when Hope. He did a, a New Hope, sorry. When he did uh, Rise of Skywalker, it was a love letter to Return of the Jedi. Yeah. There's a lot of the same beats, especially towards the end and with the going back to Endor and all that. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of the same stuff and the endings... And I just really felt like he was trying to recreate all that for nostalgia and for fan service. J.J. knew going into these movies that no matter what he did, he would not be able to please everybody. So what he wanted not to do was to please his inner fan. Okay. And I was cool with it. I thought it was great in Force Awakens when he did it. And I thought it was great in... Uh, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. No, and well, I guess R- that was Rise a of really Skywalker. Yeah. I feel the whole trilogy would have flown through, flew, um, fit a lot well to get more together if he did Last Jedi as well. If he did Last Jedi and made it like a love letter Empire, I think it would have all fit together a lot more nicely. Um, with Rian doing it, it kind of put a you know a little monkey in the wrench. But I still feel like this was a good trilogy. It was fun. It was nostalgic. It was tons of fan service. Yeah. I mean, Chewie getting his medal. and Oh, Han's medal, yeah. Yeah, Han, Han's yeah, that medal. Kinda, that kind of ch- choked me up a little Lando bit, Lando having the moment with Poe in front of Leia's body and all those beats and the quotes. and the It was just perfect fan service, man, all around. And I just feel like you can't beat it. And I think anybody who's complaining, like... Okay, it wasn't for you. Move on, but also, you don't get it. Yeah, they they just can't get, get it because they've spent oh I don't know ten whatever many years building up what they think Star Wars should all be. their own expectations, and it's not that's not how it should be. Yeah, and a lot of people want it to be. Where like, was Boba Fett? I want a Boba Fett come out. A lot of people want it to be like um. Uh, legends, and they want it to be based off the books and all yeah. this shit. And it's not gonna be. It's Disney. It's different. Like, get over it. It's a whole other universe. Just think of it like Marvel. It's just a different Earth, different universe. You can have all your different feelings. Just a different galaxy further, further away. Yeah, like, I just I thought it was great. Overall, I really liked the movie. It made me feel like a giant kid. I had a blast watching it both times. I'll have fun watching it again. It's probably somewhere in the middle. It's not my top favorite. It's not my least favorite. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure nothing's going to be worse than Attack of the Clones for you. No, probably not. <laughs> and and even um, on all transparency, I watched Attack of the Clones a couple weeks ago, and it wasn't as bad as I remembered. Yeah. It wasn't. And uh, last time I watched it, I was probably like 19, to be honest. Ah. Uh, so rewatching it now that I'm why. older... I think um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Some of the acting was pretty damn bad. Um, it's still my least favorite, but it, <laughs> it was a little bit better. Yeah. So, um, 
What? A, so overall, my rating number would be eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Hi. So what's your overall kind of feeling? eight and a half? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, not quite a nine. Okay. Like I think it was a great way to wrap up the trilogy. And bring all these new characters into new stories and take all the old characters and wrap them up in a nice little beautiful bow. Yeah, I agree. And it was a little disheartening that they killed everybody. But you got Lando's to. Lando's alive. Lando's alive, but he should be dead because <laughs> he's old. <laughs> They're all would be old. <laughs> that was so cringy when the girl, the Jana girl was like, I don't know. He's like, who are you? Yeah, I She's thought that like, was strange. I, was I like, don't know. And he's like... Well, let's find out. Let's I, was find, like, I was like, what, are you going to give her some Colt 45 <laughs> and go back on your ship? I thought that was a little cringy. <laughs> yeah, creepy. I thought that was strange. Um, but you you saw how they kind of harkened back to Return of the Jedi, how he was driving the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, it was great. I had I had a lot of fun with it. And anybody I've met in real life, Tom, yeah. has liked the movie. I haven't really... Yeah, you're right. Anybody I've talked to about it face-to-face, they've liked it, too. I haven't yeah. met anybody who's like, waste of time. <laughs> the only negative stuff I've seen is online. Yeah. And, uh, and then mo- those people are mostly upset because they had to leave their parents' basements and go <laughs> go out into the real world. <laughs> Where do you think we go from here? I, I don't know if we can really do any more trilogies. At this point, it's yeah. more of... If we do another trilogy, it's the next set of heroes. So Poe, right. Ray, and Finn pass the torch again for the next generation. Okay. Because um, that's how it kind of has been. Yeah. I would be okay with having Poe, po, Ray, and Finn maybe again uh, and do their own thing. But I, th- I think it will be nice to jump back in time, maybe if they did the old Republic stuff. I love those one-off movies. Like, yeah, just do one-offs. Rogue, Rogue One was amazing. I like Solo. Not a lot of people did. I think more movies like that, Solo perfect. Solo was fun. It was a space western. Like, yeah, it was, I, I love it. It's I like felt the, it was yeah. a little forced of them answering every single question. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Like, oh, you know that one thing that Han Solo did that one time that you really liked? This is why you did it. Oh, you know that cool gun that Han Solo has? This is how he got it. Oh, you know that cool last name that Solo has? This is how he got his last name, Solo. Like, I thought that was a little contrived. But, but, eh. I, still, but I still liked the movie. I still thought it was fun. Eh. <laughs> oh, you like it when Han Solo plays with his penis? Oh, this is why he does that. He's a man. <laughs> Um, but that's something I think that's funny is all every everybody loves Mandalorian. Yeah, but Mandalorian is all nostalgia. Yeah, it's a very superficial. It's all show. superficial and all uh, don't nostalgia. Don't get me wrong, I love the Mandalorian too, but is most of the show is just like, all right, what kind of wacky shenanigans are we going to get into this yeah. time? The only reason why we love the Mandalorian. It's because of Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. It's all Baby Yoda, man. Jawas and probe droids. Yep. And all the things that we love. Like, it's Storm, from the Fighting past. stormtroopers. And going to tattoo. Desert towns. Yeah. And Boba Fett uh, esque teasers. Like, that's it's okay. This is the way. This is the way. And it's a fun, it's fun, but it's nostalgia. And Obi with the Obi Wan series. It's going to be the same thing. I don't have a problem with that. It's going to be all nostalgia, and I'm cool with it, too. Because I love Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan, so I'm going to be all in it. I do. I want to see him, like, kiss people. I think it would be funny, though, if there's... <laughs> that'd be, 
<laughs> the only person he would kiss is already dead. <laughs> so I think it'd be funny if like how they had Matt Lautner in an episode of Mandalorian who did the voice of Anakin in Clone Wars. If there's an episode since Ewan McGregor's playing it where James Arnold Taylor comes out. I think that'd be pretty and cool. And they kind of go face to face and he just goes, hello. <laughs> yeah, hello. I think that'd be pretty sweet. James Earl Tanner Taylor's the man. He is he's a very cool. I dude. mean, if you think about it, James Earl Taylor has played Obi-Wan much longer than yeah. Ian McGregor has. Yep. You're Over right. Movies, voice acting, video games, Clone Wars, I think yep. Rebels too. Well, we're getting Clone Wars too, too. Oh yeah, I forgot about They're that. They're doing a whole another series. Whatever of Clone that's Wars. gonna be. Like how what what else can you do with that? I, I don't, don't know. know. I think but. that the thing the only way they could keep that series going is if they take it right up to the events of episode three. That's the only real way you can end it is this episode ends, episode three begins, yeah. where they kidnap Palpatine, which is weird, because do you remember the Cartoon Network miniseries that they made of yeah. Clone Wars? That's how that one went. Literally, the last episode of that was them kidnapping Palpatine and taking it to Dooku's ship, so it went right into yeah. the show. So I'm curious, i am always wondered since the show, where does that fit in in all this? Yeah. Because in that series, they explain why Grievous has his cough. And stuff yeah. like that. Clone War, the Clone War series doesn't explain doesn't that. Doesn't do that. No, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. Well, there, I think there's still plenty more Star Wars. Star Wars will be going until it's such a vast Larry universe. Has kids. Yeah, probably. That's the one big complaint that I've seen online is why do they keep taking this story? It's such a big universe. They have so much they can do. And yeah. That's, that's that's the thing. There's so much more they can do. There with is Star Wars. But people wanted it to wrap up. You needed it to wrap up that story first, I think. Yeah. Um, so I liked it. I thought it was great overall. If you want to share your opinions with us about the movie, where can they share their opinions? At they now? can share it on just anywhere social media. Hit us up, DFG, baby, Deep Fried Geeks, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Nice. Yeah, and if you want to email us to uh, deepfriedgeeks at gmail.com. That's right. Um, anything else you want to say? Uh... No. Baby Yoda for life. Baby Yoda for life. <laughs> this is definitely the way. Although, pause real quick. <laughs> that episode, of the, the last episode of The Mandalorian where you had the two stormtroopers, uh-huh. I wanted a whole series on them. That was pretty good, yeah. Except for when they punched Baby Yoda. But yeah. though that part, I was just like, Jason, this is actually kind of clever. It was Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. And the guy from... Uh, I'd always forget the, the guy, other guy from Supernatural. Yeah, yeah, it was so. Funny. It I was thought that funny. was a very clever to, to kind of you know we've built up to this point this action packed, and then the episode starts with that sto- yeah. two stormtroopers just kind of sitting there shooting the breeze. You could definitely tell that Taika Waititi directed it. Yeah, wrote that episode. And it was very fun and clever, yeah. and I thought it was great. All right, Tom. Yeah. Thanks for uh, reviewing the movie with me. It was good. Yeah, it was good. All right. Hey, guess what? What? Keep calm and. and- Geek on. Trek on. Oh, wait. No. Sorry. Force on. Ba- baby Yoda on. Uh, Force yes. on. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs>